It's the After the Show podcast, precious show. We don't care, we're about to swear on the air. It's the After the Show, so tune in if you dare. KVJ, get risky every single day, it's uncensored. We can say what we want to say. Well, here we go. Welcome to your Tuesday, KBJ, after the show, podcast. How the heck is it going? Hello, hello, hello. How's it going over there? Oh, just, uh, I think I thought we were done. I plugged my headphones, <laughs> uh, put them back up. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Man? You I've done that too. I'm like, what am I doing? You get all spun around. You still got more to do. Damn it. <laughs> never, it feels like it never ends. <laughs> you were... You were in some underwear earlier with a full-grown man. Yeah. Be a little forgiving on yourself. I would, I You've would, been through a lot. Yeah, the one thing about it, this job will spin you around a good bit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My gosh. It's just, you're always dizzy. You did what with another man? Yeah, you're, wait, always just, cha -cha, you're always singing for yourself. Or yeah. Heaven. Quite literally. Oh, my gosh. There's no time <laughs> to take a breath. As soon as you uh, get too lazy, man, something happens. Got a bunch of your emails here today. Bird was talking earlier about the uh, bufo toads. You're feeding cats, and uh, the bufo toads seemed to like the cat food and hopped into the bowl. Quickly, too. I was yeah. gone for about six mins, and that fucker was in there just chomping away on that cat food. Yeah, I've seen that. Karen sent a photo. So she said uh, my roommate's cat had a competition, too, and there's a big old bufo toad right by the cat bowl. And if I remember right, I think we had to stop feeding the dogs outside because the bufo toads will come and... Yeah, they'll eat the dog food, and uh, they'll come and lay in their water bowl and all that kind of good stuff. Now, will the bufo toad remnants of them being in the bowl? Because this bitch was in the bowl. There will be slime and all that, but I don't think, because, you know, your dog sh or your animal should not be licking the bufo toad, but I don't think they uh, get the toxic stuff just from them sitting in your bowl. You hope not. not I, I haven't heard of it, and like I said, we... Our dog Coco, one time she was like, she had been hitting the moonshine. She was stumbling around out there one day. I think she'd licked the bufo toad. We've had other instances where I know the toad has been in her water bowl and she's been fine. It just was weird because that toad came out milling around, eyeballing me from where it was at as if it knew what I was doing. I thought that was odd when I left. And sure as shit, I was gone for seven minutes and it was in the bowl. It was watching me. It, it was eyeballing that food. Who would have thought do. they were that fucking smart? I guess they know what's up. They do know what's up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another one of them invasive species. Is there a way to, you know, eliminate the bufo? I'm not the man for that job. Yeah, they, they say if, <laughs> uh, I think one of the most humane ways, what is it? I think you're supposed to catch them, maybe you put them in your freezer. Oh, that's a, that seems real cool. Yeah, so at least they just uh, start by getting cold. <laughs> seems real humane. Yeah, I, I, I mean, there's no way, I, you know, unless you have a way of toad lethal injection that quietly puts them to sleep. If someone said, Bert, I can just hit you over the head and be over and quickly, or let me put you in a freezer. Uh, they'd be over the head, please. Let's get this over. I mean, yeah. Talk about a slow burn in the freezer. Or, or you <laughs> could just find that neighbor you don't like and catapult it into their yard. Make it their problem. Yeah, I feel like the frog's going to come back, though. It is. Like, it is. You have to, you have to eliminate him. Yeah, it's you can't just throw him on the neighbor's yard. Dog, I just got to get through Friday, and then it's my sister's fucking problem. You see what I'm saying? This, this isn't my house. She's got a whole wild kingdom going on over it, there. It's Florida, mm. man. It's it's Florida, and because she's she hasn't been around, that other cat comes in 
And this other cat, I put a picture up on our, or I put a little video up on our TikTok yeah. and our Instagram. You'll see the thing that caused the damage on my arm. Is it a pretty cat? It's kind of small, so I look like a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> but it scratches ferocious. Mm-hmm. I got to see this cat. <laughs> no, you're going to make fun of me. <laughs> it looks small. I feel bad for the cat, to be quite honest with you. Sure, yeah. I hear you. You know, you don't want to see any animal that's in discomfort or doesn't have the food and nourishment that it needs, the shelter, I gave desires. It, I gave it some food, and I'm sure people are going to fucking send you a nine-page email of why I shouldn't have done that. I, I feel like cats are pretty <laughs> resourceful, though. They're good hunters. I think when you leave them outside, cats will the, the cats ain't going to starve to death. This they're cat gonna figure it out. is a shitty hunter. Oh, really? <laughs> I think so. Okay. skin and bones. Oh, okay. That's why I felt so bad for it. I'm like, all right, you can have some fucking food here. I even said it just like that. You got some fucking food. Maybe he's mad because you cursed at him. I know. I got to watch my mouth. I <laughs> uh, do have some added suggestions. We said, uh, tell us what state you're from without naming the state in two words. Had a lot of suggestions for Florida. One that we missed, Megan said, spring break, of course. Yeah, that'd be an easy way to let people know. I'll go with that. Uh, Jordan said, for people who know geography, flaccid dong. Yes, we do look like a limp dick hanging off the end of the United States. We are straight up penal. Penile. Yeah. <laughs> We're a penile-looking state. <laughs> Toxic algae. Yeah, if people know what that is. Could work. And Curtis said, Pill Mill. There was a great documentary on HBO about the George brothers out of Wellington who were the kingpins of the Roxy and Oxy epidemic back in the early 2000s. I remember when the Roxies were very prevalent in just the party scene. And people mm-hmm. were people would overdose on those things. They That's were scary. Yeah, it is scary. But I think they kind of they went away. It went out of style. Yeah, or they may not even make Roxy's anymore. The HBO documentary is called American Pain. It sounds like a real fun weekend <laughs> documentary to watch. American Pain. Oh, watch it on Father's Day. Sounds great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, big mosquitoes would work as well. Got a lot of those around here. Bradley sent this in for Virginia. Uh, it's two mosquitoes talking to each other. And one mosquito says to the other, Avoid the forehead. It's all Botox. <laughs> yeah. That's cute. That's you can see, adorable. See his stinger twos all swollen up. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that's good <laughs> stuff. Appreciate that. Got a little insight too to what prison meals are like. We're trying to figure out. Okay, what is it like? Somebody had sent us a menu yesterday that we were reading off, and it actually what was it cordon bleu. I thought they had for Monday. It, I was like. Cordon Bleu. Cordon Bleu sounds amazing. So I was reading stuff. They had like special sauces and things like that. I'm like, well, okay, because they had said that there was a separate menu for staff and then prisoners. I'm like, this better be the staff. It had to have been. They're not giving Cordon Bleu to the prisoners. I, I remember they served that at our cafeteria in college, and people were losing their fucking minds as if, if it was prime rib. It doesn't feel right. It don't. Ryan was in the St. Lucie... County Jail, Rock Road, 15 years ago. And he said, first of all, they bring it to you in your dorm area on a set schedule. The dorm is a pot of cells or sometimes an open concept of beds with no bars. So they bring breakfast at like 6 a.m. sharp. You're sleeping in a bunk with the lights still on all night and they announce over the intercom. So you wake up startled, slink out of bed and eat and then go back to sleep because what else are you going to do in a jail at 6 a.m.? Lunch was at 11-ish, and it's usually turkey meat sandwich on plain white bread. 
Dinner would come at like four and you couldn't get any more food after that. The breakfast was shitty waffles, shitty eggs, bread, grits, and some other cheap grain foods. Lunch was always lunch meat, all made from turkey, like ham-flavored turkey. A piece of plain (laughs) yellow cake, dry as fuck, and some sad sides like plain cooked potatoes or bullshit coleslaw. Mixed with turkey. Dinner was a hot meal with pasta or beans base, mystery meat with some sauce like turkey tetrazzini. They served a salad, more of that cake, and another shitty side. Nothing has flavor is cooked well. It's almost cold when you get it. You had to get commissary to get anything worth eating, and all you could order was junk food like honey buns and a few nutritional items like a pouch of chili, tuna, or chicken was really expensive. So I would get commissary, and then I'd trade snacks for trays that, uh, while terrible, were better nutrition. I lost a ton of weight despite eating extra food and what I could afford. I'm normally 190-plus, and I came out 160. I was a skeleton. Wow. So is it, I wonder if they're all like that. That was a great time ago, too, he said. At 15 least years ago, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they've changed a bit. Said a bonus story. Sometimes when you got out of bed in the morning for breakfast, you had to battle morning wood in line. Even worse, after enough time in there without releasing the buildup, you would have nocturnal emissions, and then you would wake up to figure out how to handle that and still get fed. Oh, by the way, they only give you clean clothes twice a week. Oh, my gosh. Whoa. So much cum. So you have cum pants. Oh, my you gosh. you got crusty cum pants <laughs> after the week. Eating some weak-ass cake. Oh, my gosh. Can you wrap your dick up in toilet paper before you go to sleep so you have, like, a, a mummy situation? That's got to be tough. If you get a case of the hornies and you just want to jerk off a little bit, but you've got the, the horrible lights on, you've got Roy in the corner in there for six years. Your cellmate. Your cellmate just watching you. Yeah. He said, don't do crime. It doesn't pay. My visit set me straight for good, and I've turned my life around to 180. Good for you, man. Good you for did you. It, though. Yeah. You did it. That's nice. Thanks for that email. I, yeah. I love hearing about that shit. Yeah. We are so curious. So curious about it. Mm-hmm. Pretty insightful stuff. Uh, Michael has got a question here. He said, I heard the moment in the show discussing witchcraft, and I'm curious, what does KBJ believe is witchcraft real? Okay. So I got into it and I really didn't get into it. I made some jokes on weird and whatever about witches and I was making fun of you and go in on witches and some people who claim to be witches heard it and they're not trolling. They're, I looked into it. They're legit people who practice witchcraft. They took it really seriously and tried to lecture me about how you don't fuck with witches. And if you do, don't be disrespectful. They can give you spells if they want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they, they were they were being serious and almost threatening me with fucking spells. Well, just in case it does work, don't piss off a witch. I ain't got to fucking cower down a witch. <laughs> <laughs> fuck them spells. I don't give a shit. Oh, nah, shit. I don't give a fuck. This man don't know when to stop. <laughs> don't stop. Can't stop. <laughs> I also want to know what about demon possession. Do you guys believe in that kind of stuff? We've yeah. seen that. Yeah, I I do. I'm you know I for the most part I believe there's uh, good and uh, evil forces at play, and you know I I think there's a lot of people probably saying the name either one they're possessed or two they're a witch and they're full of BS. But um, you know for the most part 
Yeah, I, I think it could be out there with the in the right hands or the wrong hands. It could uh, be impactful, and you'd be like, okay, I'm, I'm a believer. I'm, I'm with you, Kev. I think there's majority is theater. Yeah. But I think that there's something to all of this stuff that being a psychic, uh, to all of this kind of stuff. I think most people are faking it, but mm-hmm. I do think there might be some truth to it. Yeah. There could be. I'm not saying there is or I not. I do, too. There's just been too much about just whether it might be light, darkness, whatever it is. You look at the duality of human nature, and we got a bit of both in us. And, uh, yeah, I think it's uh, one's always playing against the other. And I don't, I don't think it might be as literal as people like to make it. I, but I just do believe there's things that can turn people to the dark side. Mm-hmm. And whether you want to call that the devil or whether you want yeah. to just call that bad material you're putting in your brain or hanging out with the wrong crowd or with, whatever it is. Without a doubt, there's two natures. And you're right. There is. You know, uh, it's it's which, which beast you feed. Because I do believe we all have the potential of being good or bad. Yeah, no doubt. And, and some people being more good and more bad. Yeah, what are you some putting? Some people your, have to fight it a little bit. What are you more. putting your folks to? What are you putting your times to? Because I believe you become what you put in your brain. I think you're right about that. Yeah, no we doubt. are our thoughts. Yeah, big time. Everything we do on the planet doesn't happen without a thought. You know, if you want a sandwich, you have to kind of have a, a thought first. You manifest it. Yeah, it goes into your head. Then next thing you know, it comes out of your mouth. From your mouth, it starts becoming actions, and then it becomes habits, and then there you are. That's well, who you are. You, if you're a little kid and your parents give you nothing but negative thoughts and they're always down yeah. on you, and that's how you grow up, that's all that's going in your psyche. Yeah. That's fucked. Well, you look at what the impact social media is having on people. It does. And if you're feeding negative thoughts continually into your head, it, it starts to take over the totality of who you are. Someone called me a fat pussy the other day for always complaining about social media. And I told I, you I was sorry. And I sent the message back. I go, you know what I'm talking about, you fuck face? <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it was Virginia. <laughs> Uh, Michael said the Vatican claims they do thousands of exorcisms per year. I've heard a lot argue all demon possessions can be explained away with psychological diagnosis. And if that's the case, can anything be done to change the Vatican's way since they're technically a sovereign country? I'm on the fence personally because if it's real, then there has to be a God as well. I wouldn't think demons are real, but God isn't. Yeah, to me, and look, I, I, I think that um, the psychosis and the demon could work, that kind of stuff could work together, hand in hand. You know, you, you see people that are in weird past, man, with what's going on with some of the homeless populations that we have in America. And it typically starts with uh, drugs, you know, and they will get into drugs, they'll become addicted, and then their life falls apart. They wind up on the streets, and then they're just in this... It's kind of like a drain of life. You know, you get caught up in it and now you got momentum and you're heading down the drain and where's the hope? And it's usually takes something radical to pull somebody out of that spin cycle. When it comes to all the mystical shit, I kind of look at it this way and I could be wrong. It's just kind of how I view it. How electricity was always there. We just had to tap into it. I just think that there's some things we as humans have not had the ability to tap into Mm -hmm. that are probably there we just haven't figured out how to get in there might be a way to become a little bit more psychic with your intuition and we collectively haven't tapped into that absolutely yeah and and you know it's probably something maybe i one day would look back or if i get to whatever the other side might be be like you really should have worked on that i don't because i'm afraid of it 
You know, so for me, I keep a uh, arm's distance from whatever all that light, dark, whatever it might be, because it's it's some crazy stuff. And, and Kevin I, I don't, respect the power. Kevin don't want to fuck around and find out. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> just look, in case. I'm right. not over here saying my way is the way. It's just what I, I personally think. I could be completely fucking wrong. I just think we haven't tapped into a lot of stuff. Yeah. Even with spirit. Sure. If you believe in spirit and ghost and all that. Mm-hmm. And, and I get it. If you've never had an experience, you think people who are talking about it are full of shit. I understand that side of it. Yep. But maybe we just haven't tapped into it completely. You're right. I love eating better. And with Factor, you can do it. Every single fresh, never frozen meal is chef curated, dietitian approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every single week, including calorie smart options, protein plus, also keto. And there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day. Courtesy of Factor. What are you waiting for? Call today and get after those goals. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save today. They've done the math for us. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved and it's nutritious and they're delicious. So do what I did. Head to factormeals.com slash KVJ50 and use code KVJ50 to get 50% off. That's code KVJ50 at factormeals.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, one person had uh, text in. They said, uh, is there an update on Virginia's friend whose husband was emotionally abusive? I felt for that story. I don't have the best marriage either. And like her friend, I feel like I'm not qualified for any decent job after being out of the workforce to take care of kids. You got to get your groove back. So she kind of like, she told me she was going to do one thing. She was going to wait it out because she has, you know, kids at home that are still in school. And she was going to wait until the, all the kids were going to college and then she was going to file for divorce. And I was like, that seems like a smart thing. You only have a couple of years to wait that out. Yeah. And in the meantime, that would give you time to go talk to all the good attorneys in town and lock up the best, you know, and get all your ducks yeah. in a row. I've heard that because if you just go get a consultation, right, you kind of take them off the table. You do. Yeah. You can, like, talk to them and tell them your details, and then they can't, like, talk to your husband. Right. That's what the attorney told me. I don't know. Objection? <laughs> I agree. Because they know your stuff. It makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, at that point, it would seem like they couldn't represent your husband. So you just do that enough times, and you get all the good attorneys in town. Yeah. Oh, it seemed kind of smart. But, um... She went to therapy and she talked to the therapist and the therapist told her that they should get him to come to therapy. And so she did. He, she brought him to therapy and okay. now they're in therapy together okay. working on the way that he is. 
And he's finally, I guess, taking ownership of his jerk-off behavior. That's good. Okay. So it's positive. Yeah. I don't know what's going to transpire. I don't know if he's going to change. I don't know if she's going to leave. But last I heard, she told him that she wanted to divorce him in therapy. But she did it like in a safe space with the therapist there and said, look, I want a divorce. And then he was like, oh, my God. Uh When hit with the reality of she's going to leave me, he decided he didn't want that. I don't Mm. know. I don't know if he's going to change. I don't know either, but we'll see. I think he's. She she don't listen to the podcast, right? No. I think he's. He's he's, he's, kind of a dick face. He's too big of an asshole. He is. He's very self absorbed. He thinks he is the smartest guy in the room, in every room. He's going to just tell you how it is. And. Those, those guys are always fun to have a talk with. Those guys are exhausting. They Can you are. imagine that's your husband? No. And you just have to take it? I couldn't imagine it. It's, it's such a fear of mine to be bound by law with somebody that is a maniac. Yeah. Some it, peop- it's not good. Some people in the chat think that, you know, sounds like I've seen people before that have gone to therapy and they realize what's up and they put on a show. Right. And if nothing else, Grant even said he's now got time to hide the finances and he knows what's up. So person like that if you do have that kind of personality maybe he's like oh yeah he says one thing and he's like okay all right i'll show you i would not be surprised if he manipulated and put on a show and did all those things i didn't think it was the right move to go sit him down in front of the therapist and tell him you want to divorce him like i mean Mm. that is tough because yeah you're right with some people once you say that word and like oh okay that's where you're going well with they're that. getting now it's a strategy yeah, yeah like you're saying especially it's if, manipulation and and you know Anna had even said look a narcissist finds all the ways to make sure that he's not left embarrassed or told he's wrong and now it's like okay just you if, showed if, all your cards yeah, if he's that personality <laughs> type he's like oh okay yeah oh my gosh oh, oh, I'm yeah. so sorry I was doing that and meanwhile he's texting and be like okay gonna move this here gonna do that that they own lots so on paper they have a lot of stuff. They own properties. They own houses Uh that they rent out. They own buildings that are zoned for commercial and residential. Like they have on paper, they have a lot of shit. And so now you've told him your plan. And now I don't know what kind of maneuvers he could make. But I mean, I guess she would be able to go back and show she knows the properties that they own. Yeah. And if you could show that he, you know, sold things off and hid money, I guess that would leave a paper trail. But it just seems like you showed your cards to a guy who's been evil to you for 20 years. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Yeah. What'd you do that for? People want to know is this a friend whose husband was trying to get her to drink again? And if so, did she drink? Yes. This is that husband that mm-hmm. tried to be brought alcohol in the house and encourage her to drink when she's been sober for many years. When her kids have told her, begged her to never drink again, she did it for them, promised them she would never drink again. And he brought alcohol in the house and then told her he wanted her to smoke pot so she would loosen up in the bedroom. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the guy. Uh-huh. That's yeah. the guy that we're going to therapy now because we want to fix... Well, you hold out hope that they could save their marriage, but yeah, if somebody is, especially at this age and just with anybody, they te- they seem to pretty much lock in who they are, their personality. And he's older than her. Yeah. It, it doesn't a lot of times feel like uh, just that revelation is going to all of a sudden 
you know, it's not like an Ebenezer Scrooge kind of thing. He wakes up and he's like, oh, oh let me give oh. Bob Cratchit plenty right. of gold. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, wish your uh, hopes. Yeah, I'll keep you posted as I hear new information. It just kind of sucked all the wind out of me yeah. when she told me that she went with him to therapy and told him everything that she wanted to divorce him. I was yeah. just kind of like, Ooh. Majority of people think that, yeah, he's just uh, biding time to screw her, and it's tough when you get to a certain point in a marriage. Holding out hope is not going to do it. person you realize is the wrong type of person to be with. They have an evil nature, and the best thing you can do is get the hell away and fast. Basically, if Kevin did a KBJ poll, 100% of the chat would say, this guy's a dick face. I mean, just on the bringing alcohol and yeah. the pot and all that to a person who struggled with their sobriety and yeah. got into trouble because they couldn't stay sober and did it for their kids. That's the person you bring alcohol well, to? If you if you recognize or you wake up and realize that you have a partner that is feeding the – we just talked about this – the good and the bad nature. If you've got somebody that is continually feeding the bad side of you and is rooting for you to be of the worst nature, the bad, the darker side of yourself, that's somebody you can't be with. You need to get r- away from them because that's just terrible. You should never be feeding that side of who you are, and that's exactly what he's doing. Well, he knew when she drank he had more control because she felt bad for her behavior, and she would go to this place where she was just— He gaslighted her, manipulated her yeah. about her behavior, and then, she, yeah, that was a way to control her. Exactly. Yeah. So now that she's, she's strong, mm-hmm. she got her voice, he don't like that. He doesn't like strength in his woman. No. He wants a woman he can control, and that you can't be with a person like that. Her only move, unfortunately, I think, is just to get away from this guy now. I feel like they've been together so long. I feel I, like he's crazy, and he's his crazy rubbed off on her. Sure. And I, I feel like they're crazy together. They might be. I mean, I think somebody can, yeah, somebody can turn you crazy. That may be where she is. I, I sympathize for her, and she's not the only person that's gone through this. It's hard. It's hard for any of us to sit in judgment. No doubt. She doesn't have balls like me. She's mm-hmm. not like me. She's like sweet and nice. Yeah. And so it's just a different personality type. Mm-hmm. That's hard to get up and walk away with no job, no nothing. It is. Absolutely. Got an email from Anastasia. She said, I was catching up on the last week's podcasts, and Kevin had said he doesn't watch commercials anymore. If he watches a live show, he would purposely start watching 34 minutes, uh, 30, 40 minutes later so he can fast forward through the commercials. And this is exactly how I listen to your shows. I tune in around 7 a.m. just in time for the first dirt of the day. And then I fast forward all your commercials. Sorry, but your commercials are so long and painfully repetitive. Absolutely love your show, and I can't start my day without it. You are the smile on my face and sunshine in my day. Your loyal nationer, Anastasia. Thank you, Anastasia. Yeah, that's kind of it. And I think, you know, what's going on with media, we still haven't fully figured out how to do it. Because, look, I do like to hear about products and especially things that would interest me. And I think, uh, you know, our job and our responsibility is how do you let people know about things that they genuinely want and then find the people who are going to pay for it and connect people with products. I think we still have not found the sweet spot in how to do that so it's a utopian situation for everybody. So you love what we're talking about. Be like, oh, my gosh, that's great. Thanks for that advice. Thanks for that advice. I'm going to get that product. Because, look, uh, you know, for me, the endorsements that we have, those are products that I use, love. Hair Club, Ideal Nation, or Ideal Nutrition, all that kind of stuff. 
those are things where I'm like, I would want to tell, I'd tell my friends about it. Be like, hey, you got to try this. It's really good stuff. I think, I think people don't have a problem with that kind of commercials and stuff like that. I think it's just, you know, it's long yeah. seven, eight minutes of commercials. A lot of it's just yeah. noise to they're, they're produced and people just tune out on that. I understand yeah. that. That's why I think to me, ultimately when we get it right is you can make enough money just with those, you know, one offs. You'd be like, hey, let yeah. me tell you about this product real quick because it's freaking awesome, man. It's changing my life. I, I don't think people, I, I really don't think they, they hate on you for that. And I think they understand yeah. you got to do those kind of things to keep yeah. to keep things going. You got to eat. It's just when things get so, yeah. so long and they're, and they're not interesting. You know yeah. what I mean? To make up for all the other commercials that I think she's referring to, you would have to have your clients that we do endorsements for pay so much money. Yes. That we just, the balance is not there yet. Because that would be the easy fix. Well, then just get rid of all the other ones. Yeah, we just, you know. And Kev, play whatever music you want. Come on, <laughs> play something from the 90s. All snack pack all day. <laughs> Kev, change your music. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that. That's kind of it. So uh, we're trying to get there, not there yet. Kayla said, uh, you guys were talking about the new show coming to Disney Plus for Star Wars, the ah- Ahsoka it's um, I probably am saying that wrong because I don't know anything about it, but it's uh, one of the main characters in the animated show Clone Wars. And uh, Kayla's got a little backstory on her. She was actually Anakin's Padawan before he turned into Vader. So if you haven't watched the Clone Wars yet, I recommend it. A little rough to get through the first two seasons, but after a while, it is amazing. And honestly, the last Star Wars series that I actually enjoyed. So, huh. Yeah, people love that series. Mm-hmm. They, they, they do love it, Virginia. Yep. But I'm uh, an old fuck who doesn't know <laughs> about Star Wars anymore. You are so old. <laughs> if you don't like anything new, you're automatically <laughs> an old toxic fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Cesar said, yeah, she was uh, brought back uh, during the Mandalorians last season. Yes. The importance of her is that she uh, started Fulcrum, which is a rebel faction. So that's a little bit more explanation there on that. You got all that, Virginia? Fulcrum. Got it. <laughs> yeah, got it. Virginia is doing that uh, I'm annoyed as fuck nod. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Get through it, Kevin. Fulcrum. Got it. Jaybird, don't ask a question, please. Oh, I cut out <laughs> a lot for you, Virginia. Don't worry. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Yeah. You're you welcome. Got- Our Sith is not having it, Kevin. <laughs> yes, I didn't figure she would be. Uh, Eddie said, Kev, you should watch Your Honor. It's a great series. You will like it. Okay. Yeah, I'm uh, seeing lots of recommendations for stuff. Always trying to find a few new shows because I've got uh, about, I think I saw yesterday, it's about 90 days until football begins. So I've got uh, three months left to get through what I can get through. I'm looking for a new series myself, new or old, just something I haven't seen yet. Okay. I'm looking for something. I'm looking to date a new series, Virginia. Okay. The Your Honor has uh, Brian Cranston in it. So big name. So now would be a good stuff. Now would be a great time to jump into Vanderpump. I mean, they are just killing it with the real drama. We're trying to have a fucking serious conversation over here. Yeah. And this fucking witch. I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> Vanderpump's just everywhere. Oh, no one's no one's watching Vanderpump rules. And <laughs> everywhere. Everywhere. So perfect. Everyone's talking Vanderpump rules. Everyone's playing name that nut, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. And Virginia's world. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're wondering about that, Your Honor, two seasons, looks like that's going to be it. So it would be pretty easy to get through, sounds like. Uh, Jane 
said, I love the show, but what happened to Hank Pinks? I look forward to this every Friday. Please bring it back. Well, we got the Hank Pink robe, and then yeah. I wore it for five days, and then Kevin took the fucking bit away. Like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> for every email that liked it, though, I probably got five to ten that didn't. Really? And so, yeah, there were a lot of people didn't like it. So I, I thought, I you think know, I ruined Hank Pink. I'm like, it probably needs a little bit of a rest when you start getting that kind of ratio. It's like, okay, um, there will be a day in time. And not to mention, too, I was um, I had gone online to find all the Hank Pinks, and so I was kind of running out of, I have maybe three weeks worth tops anyway of I, new I, Hank Pinks. I think I ruined Hank Pink. Oh. No, I, I don't blame I yourself. Too much. Don't beat yourself up. Don't blame yourself, Bert. Yeah. You know, when... when <laughs> I'm a down clown. <laughs> Down clown, there you go. How's your cat scratch over there? Are you okay? Ah. Uh, How's your arm feel? Me ouch. Is it <laughs> sore around the it's site? Fine. I'll be fine. I know. I'm getting a lot of Jay Bird, you're dying of cat scratch fever. Oh go get it looked at now. Well, he was asking me a little while ago if I had any Advil. Doc, that's for off of the air, well, not on the air. Yeah. Well, you gotta dock my ass all the time. Because I'm trying to make sure you stay healthy. And if you got the cat scratch fever, I don't want you to go out like that. We could use a little cat scratch fever around here. We need some fucking drama. No, we don't. No, we do. Not like that. <laughs> Let so, me give a cat scratch fever. <laughs> he, he's not staying up on his health. I just want to make sure he doesn't have an injury that turns into something worse. I, don't, I had a yeah. migraine he- headache earlier, and I asked her for some aspirin. If I could rewind in time, I wish I wouldn't have. <laughs> yeah. Because it's turned into a thing. Mm. And now it's really turned into a thing. Well, I just care. Sorry for caring. <laughs> care less. <laughs> care less. I'm going to give you a care less whisper. I'm fi- no, I'm fine. It's. Look, I'm also a little bitch. It, it, it scratched me, but I'm not, I'm, you know, it's not such a bad scratch. All right. Well, it's really dangerous, though, because you can, like, get serious infection from a cat scratch in you. I know. Right. I, I hear you. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? I yeah. care too much. <laughs> I don't even have a doctor. Just walk into an empty now, guys. I got scratched by a little kitten, and I think I might have human mange now. <laughs> I don't think that's what I think you get like a fever or I, something that could be misconstrued as a migraine headache. Do you see why I regret doing this? Yeah. yeah. But you do it. You keep doing it. You keep coming back <laughs> all the time. Someone's got to care about I, you. I, I always hear him say Gosh. something like, Bird, you're going to regret it. <laughs> you don't got no girlfriend. You don't got no wife. Somebody's got to step up and care. I know. I'm fucking happy until <laughs> this happens. Step off. Get off my case. <laughs> uh, Prado said, uh, yeah, I just want to let you know I'm a listener in Paso Robles, California. And I want to call out the KVJ show for being the best damn radio show podcast in the nation. Wow. Oh. It's not oh. opinion, but a fact. Thank you. Paso Robles. That's quite, a, that's quite an accolade. Absolutely. I, I love that. I'll take that. Uh, Prado said, yeah, I'm going to be visiting the Miami area this coming Sunday for a job interview. Oh, good for you. wondering what are some of the must-see and things to do while I am in town? Um, you know, I guess it depends on, first of all, South Florida is a, like uh, Southern California, it is a uh, very big, wide space. Um, so it depends to me about, like, uh, what space you're going to be in as to what you might want to take on because, you know, it takes a good, 
what, hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes to really travel from one end to the other, if that's what you're doing. Yeah. You know, for the most part. There's a new place I just saw in Miami. Here it is. Julia and Henry's, a multi-level culinary and entertainment destination in the heart of downtown Miami. It says it's right there at 200 East Flagler Street. And it looks poppin' as fuck. It looks so <laughs> fun. Multi-level, yeah. J-Bird. Multi-level. Yeah. I hate it. <laughs> it's so high. He would hate it. Did you see this, Kevin? Yeah, that's really cool. It's cool as fuck. Yeah, no doubt. And they've got a lot of that. So, I mean, it, it really depends. I would just ask anyone, like, what are you into? And, and what do you want to spend? Because... You're right. You know, that's just it. If you're around that area right there, you are looking at spending a good bit of money for cocktails and for doing about anything that's awesome, food, all that kind of stuff. It's going to cost you. Um, if you're going to stay in that area, it is going to cost you. Yeah, my buddy, I forget the name of the place. He said he got a just a whiskey drink, whiskey and Coke or something. It was just a regular single yeah. drink down in Miami, mm. one of those fancy fuck clubs. Yeah. He said it was $35 <laughs> for a glass of yeah, that. Yeah, probably right. $35. Yeah, 25 to $35 uh, <laughs> in a lot of those places for a cocktail. He said it tastes more like the soda than the whiskey. Didn't get a buzz or right. nothing. And yeah. he was out, you know, $45. Exactly. Yeah. That's so, fun. Yeah, I, that's why I wouldn't recommend that. To, to me, if you're going down there, um, you know, if you do get a room, I would uh, uh, do my partying in the room, bring your own stuff, and try to not drink when you go out because, yeah, it's going to really add up and fast. When you and Panda get a room, do you guys always, if, if like a hotel, do you guys always have sex if you guys are <laughs> on the road? Uh, it depends. So if, if there's no kids, if there's no kids. Oh, no kids. It's getting going. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting okay. going. Yeah. No, no kids. We're definitely going to bump. But the, but if you and the queen were in a room together, there's no kids. It's not always guaranteed you're going to get action, correct? It depends. Yeah. I mean, I'd say where we are in our lives now would probably, probably go down. They've upped their frequency. Yeah, we have. Oh, yeah. Oh, believe me, I've been reading the blogs. Yeah. <laughs> and we reconnected. It's It's going well again. I like it. We got into that game. We're happy for you, Ken. I'm happy for me, too. Trust me. Yeah, so that'd be it, uh, Prado, if you can kind of specify where exactly uh, you're going to be. I find myself uh, a lot more happy in uh, Coconut Grove. Uh, It's a little bit more my jam. It's a little bit more chill, a little bit more affordable, kind of like more like a neighborhood Anything else? Uh, Wynwood's kind of cool. And you go, you know, some breweries a little bit uh, to the west of uh, downtown. Uh, there's some cool places to check out there. But, yeah, if you want the rooftop pools and the boop, 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 you know, brickle in downtown, all that kind of crap. So let us know. Probably if I'm doing anything this weekend, I don't know if you guys have plans yet. The only thing I got locked in is uh, the Xavier Howard Celebrity Softball Game. That is actually going to be in West Palm, though. That's at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches on Saturday. You're going to have uh, Jalen Waddle's going to be there. The Jalen Waddle? The Jalen Waddle, yeah. Tyreek Hill's going to be there. So that's uh, going to be my thing. I wonder if Christian Wilkins is going to be there. He's not listed yet. So <sighs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't you know if I want to uh, text him and bring him sadness if he's not. Uh, maybe he's just got something else going on. I don't know. It happens. It does. So we'll see. And then I'm doing uh, Duran Duran on Sunday. Okay. If you see fireworks, you know Kevin's getting laid. Not going to be any action that night. No, we're not staying anywhere. We're just going down, coming back. 
after the show, and I'm probably not going to have sex inside the show. But there's always the roadhead living in the movers. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's uh, even though we've uh, re-sparked the uh, the affection. Yeah, the RH as you call it is not going to be happening. <laughs> That ain't uh, that ain't on the menu. That would She's be... never been into the H. Yeah. Go, okay. Got yeah. It. I didn't. Uh, that ain't her thing. So. Understood. Yeah. How? What a shocking story that would be. Oh, Kevin got roadhead on the way to Duran Duran. Well, I would be so shocked. I'd just wreck, and that would be bad. <laughs> He's like, I don't know, Bird. She was hungry like the wolf. Yeah. <laughs> that would break KVJ internet. That story. It would. Yeah. Uh, people want to know what was the uh, event with uh, Waddle. It's the Xavier Howard Celebrity Softball Game. It's at the ballpark at the Palm Beaches. Just a little bit afternoon. It's kind of an afternoon thing. And the Queen got us tickets yesterday. And she said that uh, with the tickets she got us, you get a photo with Xavier Howard. Ooh. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. I know my son Cannon will love that. Oh, kind of Cannon stuff. is going to flip. Yeah, he is. So we're uh, we're going to enjoy that. So that's uh, kind of my plans for the weekend. Beautiful. Whoa, mm-hmm. listen to this comment. Roadhead is always a must for a 45-minute drive, 45-minute-plus drive. It's a must. Signed a dude. No, it's, it's – I don't want a doctor, although it's it's a woman. She put in the chat room. I, I just, I'm sorry. I got distracted. Okay, yeah. Is she single? <laughs> I'm just – you were talking about Roadhead, then I, I saw the comment. If that was if if that was honestly Kim's mantra, I would never drive any place close. <laughs> yeah, we're going to Orlando. You still live in Miami. <laughs> exactly. I would. You're right. I would move to Miami and I would commute to work every day and bring her with me. <laughs> we're going to the Orlando Publix. <laughs> <laughs> they do have the best cheese. My gas bill would be through the roof, but oh my gosh, it'd be so worth it. If that was a real role, if that so was a real role. Taking a <laughs> we're in the car at least 45 minutes. Oh my gosh. Gosh, I wish it was true. Anna. I'd spend $20,000 a year in gas, but my gosh, I'd always have a smile on my face. That's amazing. <laughs> All right, thanks for all the emails. Send them to us, mail at kbjshow.com. Y'all have a great day. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Goodbye.